views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, this is Dr. Pat. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show right here on Transformation Talk Radio uh, and on TransformationRadio.fm. Thank you guys, all of you, for your comments and your feedback. And uh, yes, we are, based on your request, we are making some changes to our format, to our websites. Um, One of the things we had not done is converted the format from a narrow format to a wider format and we did <laughs> I love what you guys are doing and giving us some feedback because you know when you're so close to an issue you're so close to a you know what you do your dream sometimes you need another perspective to kind of bring you back to center you know I have to say I am not a bring you back to center kind of girl I wish I could, that would be like my claim to fame. And then all of you say, oh, Dr. Pat, you're so balanced. Oh, my next lifetime. Mr. Benny, how you doing? Hey, doing all right, Pat. Well, happy Monday to you. Yeah, you're the balance guy, though. Ah, yeah, you're, I try. You're, you're Thank you. You're my balance. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, I don't have other than a descriptor for that one. I get a balance for some things. I, the milk, I guess I could be uh, you know, a balance that way with uh, adding a little more base to the acidity of life. I could be the yeah. other way around. I mean, I don't know. I got nothing really. Well, let me tell you what it means. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm even going to share Ooh, this. Oh, I'm the little my middle piece to like the teeter-totter. I could be I that. I know. My guest is probably thinking, oh, Laurel is probably <laughs> thinking, what is up with these two? So you know what this from Teeter-totter. Thank you. When I grew up, you hear me talk about the monkey bars, right? Oh, yeah. But I will tell you, there is also this thing that's a seesaw in in the Bronx. You know, you have a few kind of toy things, right? They're all mm-hmm. on cement, mm-hmm. just to give everybody an idea. It's on cement. We don't. It wasn't grass there when I grew up. So here we are. We're on the seesaw, right? So I would get on one end, and my friend Pasquale would get on the other end. Yes, that is her name, Benny. That was her name. Okay. No, I, I'll give you that one. Okay. All right. So we'd be on there. Now, I was a little chunky as a kid. I'm still a little chunky, to be honest with you. But I really was a little chunky. Pasquale was about, eh, her and her brother Vito, they were maybe like teeny weeny. Did they ever get above 40 pounds? I don't know. (laughs) So now imagine me on one end at a seesaw and my friend Pasquale on the other And so how does that even work? Well, Vito, her brother, would sit on the other end. So we had Pasquale. Vito would balance it off and then me. That's balance. 
It's a great analogy. Why can't life? <laughs> why Fantastic can't analogy. Life be that simple. Why? Why can't you have like seven-year-olds figure out, like in life, when you're out of balance, how to make the thing work? Uh, and I just thought about that. I just I could see their faces as I'm sitting here. It's like, you know, and I think what it was is Pasquale was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to come down. <laughs> She's like, I'm always going to be up in the air. And I was the one like, I want to be up in the air. I want to be the one up in the air. I don't want to be the one always on the ground, that end of the seesaw. Uh, and what has this got to do with anything about the show? Well, I'll tell you what. If we could use some of those intuitive gifts we had as children, some of that inner guidance that would give us solutions to some of the world's greatest problems, then it would be great. Now, I will say this before I introduce you all to Laurel. I I, I was around some young people this weekend, Benny, and everybody's concerned about the fires Mm -hmm. in Washington State. And my heart just it just aches and goes out to everyone, all the people that are battling this and what they're doing. So here from the mouth of babes. So you're, you're hanging around like maybe a seven or an eight year old, right? And all of a sudden the parents are talking about the fires and the little seven or eight year old turns to us and, and just is pulling on us and says, I know how to put the fires out. And we're looking at her and we're saying, okay, tell us how you would do that. Here's what she says. She says, you know, all that ice you people are talking, you, you, my parents talk about that is falling into the ocean up at the North Pole, all of the big chunks of ice that are falling into the ocean. She said, why don't you catch those and drop them on the fire? It's a brilliant concept. Holy cow. She said, yeah, then we don't have to worry about the big chunks of ice falling in the ocean and hurting the ocean. We can just catch them, the big chunks of ice, and carry them and just drop them in the forest. (laughs) With that, I'm ready to start my show. You could have heard a pin drop, Benny. You know, because the soul of our, the soul of our, you know, our souls, when we are that young and that innocent, and that's what today's show is about. You know, our soul is right there up front. It's not damaged or tainted with, nah, you can't do it. Nah, how would we get the ice? Nah, how would we catch the ice? Nah, how would we lift the ice? Nah, none of that. It's very pure and simple. It's, yeah, you know that ice that's dropping into the ocean up there that you think is not good for the ocean? Yeah, let's just grab that. Let's catch a couple. And I think it would be okay. The ice would be okay with us using it to put out the fires. Well, here's that. Here, here we go. That's what today's show is about. You know, soul-guided living. Now, what, what would it take for each of us to have a soul like that youngster that so beautifully had a solution? Gonna, was gonna, they were going to get help to having an email sent to the government here in Washington about that. Uh, who had already figured out, by the way, Benny, we were actually close to Alaska. Uh, and here we are with today's show, Soul Guided Living, a gateway to discovering your soul's calling. And why, we, why are we talking about this? Because our soul can be an opening 
Dr. Laurel, guys, joining me here today, and we're going to be talking not just about soul-guided living, but we're going to be talking about what that means for us to really trust that we are going to be guided. And certainly in the book that she wrote, you know, this this is a great book, The Jesus Seeds, Igniting Your Soul Guided Life. You know, we can tap in to an energy, a knowledge, or information that already exists, perhaps in the way that this youngster did. Laura, welcome to the show. What do you think of that little ice recommendation? I love it, Dr. Pat. I love it. And I I love the way that you introed with this inner guidance and that we all have this inner guidance, our soul. It's right there, that wisdom and that intelligence and that imagination that is just waiting for us to tap into it and bring it forth, you know, through these ideas that that idea that it's a brilliant idea to get the ice and drop it on the forest. I love it. I, I thought it was an idea. And, you know, what I found myself doing, you should have been part of this little party here, Laurel, <laughs> because what I found myself do, doing with this young youngster is she and I started to talk about how we could get that done. While all the adults were kind of hanging around telling us why it couldn't be done. See, even today as I sit here, I do not know why this can't be done. Now, uh, other than practicality and reasoning, but from a pure idea point of view, doesn't that sound brilliant? Well, it does sound brilliant. And what's interesting about that is the, you know, is is that purity and the simplicity of the idea that's coming from the child and you know if we if we just for a moment if we had an analogy that the child was represented by the soul and then you said there were these adults standing around and typically the adults are saying well no you can't do that and here's why you can't and to me that's like the ego so what what a beautiful story of the child in that innocence and that purity and that simplicity tapping into these, yeah. you know, that knowledge and the adults, you know, circling that saying, no, 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 you know, we can't I, do that. It's be- that's, that's just brilliant. Well, uh, what I loved about it mm-hmm. was, you know, the conversation, and we'll talk about this, you know, today with you. What I loved about it was that this, this, this child had figured out how it could work. Now, now here's how the conversation went on, and we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about whether this is the soul being guided, a brilliant imagination, or just, you know, very simply how spirit talks through us. She went on to say, and what we can do is maybe we should take the ice and drop it at the highest point. And we're all thinking, okay. All right, maybe she's thinking the highest point because it doesn't have to drop. No, her theory was that if it dropped at the highest point and melted, right? Right, sure. The water would flow down the mountain, and you, and you should hear the parents, oh, but honey, that's not going to put the leaves out. Oh, but, you know, right? Yes, right, exactly. Right, oh, exactly. oh, but honey, it's not going to, you know, the leaves, you know, blah, 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 blah. And in her mind, it's like, wait a minute, are the leaves the only thing burning or are the trees burning? She's like, hello, let's put the fire out at the bottom. So anyway... I want to hear from you when we come back, Laurel. I mean, you probably didn't know we were going to start the show like this and talk about this, but this is really about soul-guided living, isn't it? Yes, it and, is. And how do we take soul-guiding living, and how do we keep ourselves open 
to the information, the messages, and the seeds. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Laurel's in the house. Dr. Laurel is in the house. And we're going to talk about the Jesus seeds. What are they? And why is it that some people find that they can tap into that divine intuition and others really? Mm, I wish I had that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. In each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on a diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit LimeLightRadio.com. Each month, listen to Live More Radio with co-host Allie Katz. Join Allie and Dr. Pat as Allie introduces new ways to bring balance back to your life through meditation, sleep, and exercise techniques so you can live your truly authentic life. Stress less. Live more. To learn more about Allie, visit livemoreradio.com. The doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life-affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. This inspiring show will help you never feel helpless in life or love ever again. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. everybody. Welcome back. I'm so thrilled to have Dr. Laurel Geis joining me here today. Inspirational author, international speaker, spiritual mentor, empowering all of us. And besides all of that, take 20 years plus of personal development workshops and successful business executive. And then you now look at someone that is bringing the, the language of the soul forward so that our lives can be guided in a way that they were meant 
meant to be led. And so how do we do that? I mean, what what is it about our lives that help us come up, step forward? Her latest book, The Jesus Seeds, Igniting Your Soul Guided Life. You know, this is an, this is absolutely out of the gate, a spiritual classic. But today we're going to explore why that is. You know, is the world we're living in one that is going to be open to the innocence of creativity and imagination? And if it's not, how badly is the soul directing us and getting our attention to do something different? Uh, Laurel, it's great to have you here. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, let's talk for a little bit about, you know, what we what we chatted about earlier. I mean, clearly, I didn't know that that was going to be something I talked about today. The fires in Washington State, my heart is so open to what is happening there. It is so hard to watch. And the innocence of this young child to get all of us to stop in our tracks in a moment had to be that moment where each of our souls are affected. And I would love for you to talk about that. Was that a, was that a soul-guided moment? It, you know, it was a soul-guided moment, and, and I really appreciated how you brought that into the conversation because, you know, as, as children, we have that direct access to the soul with not a lot of clutter in the way, let us say. So as a child, you know, we... Um, I was actually giving a, a speech last week, and that was one of the comments from someone in the audience, you know, that when we're children, we are open to listening to our soul. Um, you know, so we're hearing things, we're, we're open to that guidance and that intuition, and since we don't have so many filters, those brilliant ideas come out. And we, you know, as small children, we also, you know, we hear things and we, we may even see things that other people aren't seeing. And, you know, as we get older, as we grow up and we become socialized, you know, within our society, we're told a lot of times, well, you know, no, 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 you can't do that or that's not really happening. And we, we start to shut that down. We start to shut down that soul guidance. And that's really my passion is helping people to open up to that conscious connection with the soul that we all have, but to listen to that soul guidance and then align our life with it and act on it. So the story that you were sharing with us today, Pat, was about the listening. It was listening to the soul and listening to that imagination, that energetic impulse that was coming forth and that was shared. And now the next step would be, you know, to see how, how could you use that guidance in the world and then act on it. So it's, um, it, to me, to me, this is really the crux of soul-guided living. It's the ability to listen, align, and act your way to ultimately living your soul's calling while you're here. What's your purpose, and what are you here to give? Hmm. I wanted to ask you about um, uh, the Jesus Seeds for a minute, if we could, the book that sure. you've written, Igniting Your Soul-Guided Life. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you about your own personal journey in, in the context of this, meaning here you are. I've, I've done a very brief introduction of some of the things you've accomplished in life. And I want to ask you this. You know, what are some of the greatest challenges and obstacles you had to overcome, especially around your own spiritual journey, to bring you right here to this moment well I think some of the for me you know the biggest challenges 
or let's just say the biggest challenge was to literally listen to my soul and to follow that soul guidance and to align my life and to act on it. Because I was a you know business executive for 30 years and concurrently I was teaching weekend workshops and seminars on meditation and and soul journaling. But there came a point in my life when uh, through a series of mystical experiences, this book, The Jesus Seeds, Igniting Your Soul Guided Life, arrived in my life. And when it arrived, I knew that this was the reason why I had been born. You know, Mark Twain says there's two, the two most important days in your life are the day that you're born and the day that you understand why. And when I had written the book, The Jesus Seeds, I knew that my life was never going to be the same, and I knew that I needed to, you know, walk a new path, walk a path I hadn't walked before. And for me, it really unleashed an incredible amount of fear, um, incredible amount of fear, uncertainty, anxiety, Double to jump into a life where I dedicated all of my energy and all of my time to helping other people to have this connection with their soul and to move into living a soul-guided life. So I would say, Pat, you know, biggest step for me was the biggest challenge. Being mm. able to share this has been, you know, has been nothing short of a miracle because I believe, you know, to say once, you know, if you take one step towards the divine, the divine will take 1,000 steps towards you. Mm. And with every step that we take, you know, if we can walk through that fear, if we can step through that uncertainty, if we can push aside that anxiety and just take the step, the doors that open are are just simply incredible, simply incredible. So um, I know that a lot of people that I work with in my workshops and in spiritual mentoring you know, we're making that connection with the soul and getting the soul guidance. And, you know, that to me is the easy part. I think the, the harder part is aligning your life with what you're being guided to do and then and then taking action. I love this. I, I want to talk about this, too, because, you know, this is really one of those books that when I open it up, I say, yeah, this is what I remember. This, these are some of the things I remember. And I, I can't help but think about what the journey has been like for me. And, you know, my first uh, interaction with Jesus was as a six-year-old in boarding school, Catholic boarding school, on the, on the eve of the death of my mom. And, you know, sometimes we hear things as, as children only to get to, to grow older and, and start to doubt whether or not we actually heard them. And then one of the things you do is opening up the book and you come right out and say, look, the kingdom is within you and it's outside of you. And, you know, many of us want to believe that it's outside of us, but how could it be within us? Isn't this one of the greatest controversial controversies we have right now of understanding, you know, understanding divine intelligence in the lives of so many people? At least I, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. 
Well, you know, I I do think that you know this kingdom, and let's say kingdom is uh, yeah. represents higher consciousness, mm-hmm. right? Higher consciousness, yeah. and that can be, you know, Christ consciousness, Krishna consciousness, Buddha yep. nature, unity consciousness, whatever term you want to use for that. But that higher state of awareness is within us, and I believe that that it is a vibration that is within us. And that's really what the Jesus seeds are. You know, these seeds are seeds of potentiality that are within each one of us. And that as we open to listen to our soul, you know, I believe that only your soul has the roadmap for your life. Only your soul. And so by connecting with your soul and listening to your soul guidance and aligning your life and acting on it, your soul leads you naturally to higher and higher states of awareness or higher and higher states of consciousness. And in doing so, reveal to you your true life purpose. So I believe that it's, you know, it's that consciousness, that vibration, that frequency. You know, we all have this unique frequency. And by allowing that to come forth from us, our inside, that heaven inside of us, that consciousness inside of us becomes reflected outside of us, in the world around us. Wow. You know, one of the things that I think many of us face in life at different points in time, I don't think I'm any different from anybody else, is this test between doubt and faith. You know, mm-hmm. this dance that happens. And I'm not talking faith in religious in a religious way, but I, I'm talking about faith. You know, the strength yes. of our conviction, the belief whether or not there is a higher power. Will that higher power guide us? Right. And what are the doubts? Well, the doubts show up in humanity as I don't have enough money. I don't have enough love. I don't have enough cars. I don't, I'll right. never see my dream. I'll never do that. And so I would love for you to talk about this when we come back, about, you know, are the seeds really the breadcrumbs to follow to the pathway of unlimited nature and if that is not the case the unlimited nature what is the true nature that the seeds provide us with let's take a short break everyone we'll be right back when we come back uh, dr laura will be able to give you some very very special information about a gift that she's offering to all of us let's take a short break we'll be right back not going to want to miss this event with Lynn Brown and Wendy R. Wolf. This workshop will open you up even further and challenge you to trust your heart and intuition. Learn directly from the energy of Ascended Master Lady Portia. Join Lynn Brown and Wendy R. Wolf Thursday, September 17th from 6 to 9 p.m. in Bellevue. To register or learn more about this event, email lynn at ruintuit.com or call 206-931-7356. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic disease 
noises. It's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lime Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong. For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger and the healing epic. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey, everybody, welcome back. For more information about us on the Dr. Pat Show, go to the drpatshow.com. Surely uh, we've got Facebook, the Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about Transformation Talk Radio, it's really easy to do that, transformationtalkradio.com. And as many of you are already doing, uh, and we did take your advice, and we put up a, a sign on transformationradio.fm channels to say that uh, this is a pre-launch take a sneak peek at what these sites will look like, what the channels will look like. Uh, but they're real, you're right, there's, there isn't content in there yet because our launch is happening in the fall. Uh, and so those of you out there, Dr. Laurel is joining me here today. It's great to have her here. The Jesus Seeds is uh, one of our books, Igniting Your Soul-Guided Life. We're talking about these seeds now. But before we do, Dr. Laurel, would you mind, um, first of all, again, telling folks how they can find out more about you, uh, your website, and please tell them about the special offer you're paying forward. Yes, I'd love to. So um, the best way to connect with me is through my website, and that's laureldice.com. So L-A-U-R-E-L-G-E-I-S-E dot com. And when you visit my website and we connect, there's an opportunity for you. And what I would like to give to all of your listeners, Dr. Pat, is a tool, a, a tool that will help them to connect with their soul 
and to begin to listen to their soul guidance and align their life and act on it. And the tool that I want to share is called Soul Journaling. So if you go to my website, laurelgeist.com, L-A-U-R-E-L-G-E-I-S-E.com, and sign up, you will receive a free soul journaling guide. It's a 26-page guide. It includes a chapter from my book and also journaling pages for you, and it walks you through the process of soul journaling, which is a very simple technique but so transformational. It's unbelievably transformational. I have taught this to thousands of people around the world, and I would love to share that with you. And once you sign up for that free soul journaling guide, you'll receive an invitation for a free 10-day soul journaling program with me that includes two webinars where I will help to support you as you integrate soul journaling and soul guidance into your life. Wow. Thank you so much for that. Um, You know, the book is really uh, one of these things, not to use your words if I could, Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the things that invites us to enter into the world of a deeper meaning into things and maybe explore our own level of Christ consciousness as we take that journey. And one of the things I talked about before we went to break was this this some people call it a paradox some people call it a contradiction i don't it doesn't matter to me what you call it i have found doubt to be one of the greatest challenges in my life uh and yet i know that gratitude and fear and doubt cannot coexist so it sounds like an easy solution right but yet when we take this step forward as you've said in the book there are seeds that we can nurture and help grow. And so how do we help folks really look at doubt in a way that doesn't immobilize us? Because I don't know about your life, but I know any time that I've had a very big dream or a vision or an action that my soul is being called to take, um, I would say it's been followed up by a doubt chaser. Doubt, yes. Well, I think, you know, doubt, you know, to me, when that doubt arises or, you know, that fear or that uncertainty or that anxiety arises when, you know, we're receiving that energetic impulse from our soul to be more, because your soul is never going to call you into something smaller. Your soul is only going to call you into something bigger, right, to do more, to be more while you're here on this earth. And when we receive that impulse, when that comes through us, what happens is, I believe that you you reach the edge of your known reality. You're touching the boundaries of your knowingness, the boundaries of what you believe to be reality. So when you are being guided by your soul to become more and to be more, and you reach that edge of reality, that's when the doubt and the fear arises, because we don't know what's on the other side of that boundary. And I I think it's normal. I think we all have doubt, and we all have fear, and we all have anxiety and uncertainty. But what I found is that if we can connect with the soul and if we can listen to the soul guidance and literally act on the soul guidance, a couple of things happen. First, what happens is you find yourself in a space where you know that you're not alone. 
with soul guidance and soul journaling, I think that's one of the greatest gifts of this tool is that you know that you're not alone. And the soul journaling really does help us to grow our faith and grow our belief and that we are here to give of our gifts to the world. And I always say, you know, the gifts that you have are not for you. You know, the gifts are here for someone else. This whole journey really isn't about you. I believe that it's your soul's calling. Your soul's calling is really the answer to someone else's prayer. So there's someone out there right now who is praying for you, praying for you to show up in their life, praying for your gifts, for your knowledge, for your love, for your ability to share, whatever that unique nature is of you. And so when we're called and when we feel that doubt, I move through that doubt and that fear by remembering that this isn't really about me. The journey is mine to take, and my soul is guiding me on that journey, and my soul is asking me to step through that boundary of what I currently know myself as and what I currently know the world as. And as I step through that boundary of doubt, or fear, or anxiety, or discomfort. What I have found is that once you're on the other side, you look back and you say, well, what what was that all about? You know, what was the big deal there? Yeah. I mean, part of this is really looking at um, a bigger picture in some ways. You know, someone said something to me I'd love for you to comment on. Someone said to me one day, you know, we get to look at whether we're actually playing to win or we're simply playing not to lose. And my brain couldn't process that immediately, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it was like, what did you just say, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. and then when you think about it, there is a difference between playing to win, so to speak, and playing not to lose. And, you know, so many of us don't really know the difference. And so we compromise on a regular basis and and call that contentment. And I would love for you to talk about this as the way you do in the new reality in the book. Yeah, well, I, you know, for me, you know, this this is all about stepping into that, you know, becoming more becoming more because i believe you know that we as a human species are really on this precipice of some incredible changes in our awareness and the consciousness and you know moving into that self-actualization right maslow talked about self-actualization becoming all that you can be you know becoming fully actualized and i really think that's what soul-guided living is Soul-guided living will always lead you into more and lead you into higher and higher states of awareness and states of consciousness. And to me, that's really exciting. You know, it's very exciting to move into that space of the unknown. You know, yes, there's fear and there's doubt and there's uncertainty, but there's also awe and love and inspiration and imagination and an incredible amount of wisdom that's there for each and every one of us. You know, and as we're moving through life, I I think that's true. I think, you know, when we feel, when we can feel into that energy of the soul, we feel into an expansiveness, right? We feel into growing, into becoming more. And when we feel the contraction, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, move towards contraction because they feel that fear and they're like, no, you know what? I'm going to stay right here. This is good enough. Mm -hmm. So I think that's your contentment, right? 
Yeah. This, this is this is good enough. You know, someone. Yeah, I heard a quote from someone too, and I'm um, probably not even going to say it correctly, but it's like you know, we we live our our whole life so that we can slide safely into home at the end. Yeah. Right. And and you know, to me. You know, yeah, I think a lot of, you know, I know myself in my life, I mean, you know, a lot of my life was structured around this is, you know, this is the way, you know, we're supposed to live, this is the way we're supposed to behave, you know, really fitting into a box and conforming. But when you look at all of the brilliant minds in the world throughout history, those people, they they didn't conform, right? These leaders, these thought leaders, they didn't conform. They didn't care what anybody else thought. And I think, you know, that's really important for us, you know, as human beings right now to, you know, make that promise to ourselves to say, you know, I'm going to live my life for me. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to give the gifts that I'm here to give and I'm going to follow my soul and become the greatest version of myself that I can possibly be. And again, I really think it goes back to the gifts are not for you. They're for someone else. And if we can shift you know, really from that ego driven to a soul guided life, you know, it really takes us into living life at its fullest. Yeah. I love one of the questions you ask in the book, and I want to talk about this before we go to where, well, maybe we're not going to have time, but let's go to our break because when we come back, what I want to talk about, um, there are two things in the book that I would love to hear you, you talk with us about. One of them is a question that says, what if we raise our awareness and vibration to a level uh, where a miracle was an everyday occurrence. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the book, you know, uh, the, you talk about something I find really, really fascinating. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of the gospel quotes as well. You know, the seeker should not stop until he finds. When he does find, he will be disturbed. After mm-hmm. having been disturbed, he will be astonished. Mm-hmm. Then he will reign over everything. Let's take a short break. I can't wait to have this chit-chat. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with my very special guest, Dr. Laurel Geis, joining me here today. We'll be right back. Calling all dreamers. Are you living your dream life? Actualize your possibilities with Life Coaching Radio and your host, Deb Stetzer. If you're feeling stuck in a rut, Deb is here to help you turn your dreams into a reality. Life Coaching Radio. Dream it, live it, be it. To learn more about Deb, visit www.mylifecoach.us. Are you feeling broken from your relationships? Are you second-guessing yourself about friends, family, and lovers? Tune into the hit show that's creating a buzz in the love-seeking community. Love Seeker Radio, finding love for your authentic self with renowned love coach Heather Lynn. Tired of dissatisfying relationships? Kiss them goodbye and power up your love seeker energy. Coach Heather Lynn reminds you that you can just be you, the beautiful and perfect you. Visit HeatherLynnCoaching.com to learn more. 
Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine. Become a self-actualized professional coach, mentor, and leader and make your difference in the world. The Rayner Institute has trained people from four continents and is the top-rated accredited coach platform in the world. You'll learn skills from a program created by Mark Rayner as a result of 35 years of research as to what actually works for positive, lasting change. Come if you dare and give your life a chance at making the difference it so desires. Visit RaynerInstitute.com to learn more. Let the transition begin. Tune in to the hit show, Majestic Insights Radio, Success for Life's Transitions, with host Carrie Keith. Carrie is a gifted intuitive coach, healer, and teacher who will lead you through her empowering techniques of ancient wisdom and awareness so you can live your happiest, healthiest, and most vibrant life. Let Carrie teach you the tools of transformation that will help you experience success for all of life's transitions. To learn more about Carrie, visit www.majesticinsights.com. I gotta get a go, get a go, get a go, get a bag. I gotta treat her right away. I gotta cherish her for life. I gotta get a go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have you here on the Dr. Pat Show Transformation Talk Radio. Um, and uh, aloha to all of our listeners in Hawaii. And I know you are tucking yourselves in, folks, and buckling everything down. And our prayers are with you as they are with the folks uh, on the western part of the country and the, the volunteers and everyone that has stepped up to help and put these fires out. Um, boy, I'll tell you. It is amazing to see how powerful we can be when we come together. Uh, Dr. Laurel, thank you for joining me here today. And this is really what we're talking about here, you know, coming out of the gate. You know, we're talking about this idea of what if miracles could happen? You know, what if that young child was bringing forth an idea that, that turned out to be a miracle slash solution? Uh, what if? But sometimes it's hard for us to stand in the notion of knowing when we hear those voices because we are bombarded with so much around us that says what we're not. And I would love for you to share a little bit about this, especially in the context of the quotes that I read before the break. It's interesting because I I think that we can all live this life of miracles. And uh, a lot of times we hear that and we say, oh, yeah, maybe you can, but I can't. But, you know, I, I don't believe that. I believe that you know, we can see life as a miracle. You know, I have a quote in the book about Einstein, and Einstein said, there are two ways to see the world. One is that everything is a miracle, and the other view is that there are no miracles. And I think, you know, that's a choice for us. Do we see the universe as friendly or, or not friendly? Is the universe supporting us? Is our soul supporting us? You know, is this journey that we're on supporting us? And I say yes, because this journey is for our growth. It's for our ability to heighten our level of consciousness, our level of awareness, you know, and it's interesting because 
you know, we're all going through this expansion process if we allow ourselves to follow our soul guidance. And by following the guidance, it is really architected to raise your vibration. So when we raise our vibration, that literally expands our consciousness, which heightens our awareness, and it opens us up to new capabilities. It opens us up to actually seeing life as a miracle. And I believe that all miracles are is seeing something that, you know, we believe cannot happen due to natural law or what we've been trained to believe. But seeing this happen from a higher level of awareness. And I know we've all had miracles in our life. We've all had it. We've had that small glimpse. And so that's really, you know, what I would challenge everyone to is, well, why why don't we live in miracles all of the time? And if more of us were living in that space of miracles, what would happen to our world? You know, I had a, a vision one day during a meditation that I could see the world and I could see all the souls around the world. And as each soul began to engage consciously, you know, in following their own soul guidance on this journey while they were on the earth, and it was taking them to higher states of awareness, what I could see was, you know, the earth, these souls became brighter. They literally became lighter. I could see more light. And when everyone began to follow their soul guidance, the whole earth lit up like a star, lit up like a star. And that's why I'm so excited, Pat, about Soul Guide of Living, because the potentiality to move us into that space of miracles, it's right there. It's right there for everyone. And the other quote that we talked about before the break was um, from the Gospel of Thomas. So, yeah, yeah, in the book, The Jesus Seeds, you know, this book is a, a spiritual book, not necessarily a religious book. And there are quotes from the Gospel of Thomas. And as I was writing the book, these quotes were coming to me, and... Um, I did look for them in the Bible, but they weren't there. They were in the Gospel of Thomas and other Gnostic Gospels that are not included in the current version of the Bible. And I love this this quote um, in the Gospel of Thomas, which is attributed to uh, Jesus, who said, you know, you know, we're seekers, and your seeking will bring you to understanding, and then you will be disturbed and then overwhelmed by what is and what can be. And I think, you know, the insight into that quote, into that guidance, into that teaching, is that your soul, by following the soul and following those steps on your path, you will begin to understand why you are here. You will understand what you are here to give and why you were born. And then once you understand that, you do become disturbed because most of us are not living that. Most of us are living in that constrained box of, you know, living for other people and not living to our fullest potential. And that's very disturbing. That's very disturbing when we recognize that, you know, the, the, the power that we have to share with others and the glory of who we are and how we've shut that down. That's very disturbing on all levels that we didn't step into that power. And then when we do step into that power, when we do live from our soul, when we do live in alignment with our soul, we do become overwhelmed by what is and what can be, because that is living the life of miracles. And there's nothing that you cannot have. There's nothing that you cannot have if you follow this path of the soul, if you follow this path to self-actualization. And I believe that's what that quote in the Gospel of Thomas is talking about, because 
as you follow the path, you become, your awareness rises, and as the awareness rises, you those limitations fall away. Remember we talked earlier about, you know, the fear and the doubt and anxiety arises because we reach that edge of our reality, and we, we don't think we can go any further, but we punch through that, and, you know, the same happens every single time you move to a higher level of awareness, a higher level of consciousness, that boundary that is you dissolves and goes further and further and further out and allows you to live that life of miracles, to simply know and to have faith that by following your soul and following that path and having belief that these miracles will occur, that they will indeed happen. Right. Right. And, you know, part of this, when we take a look and we step back for it, is look. we look back. We look back, and I think many of us can discover some of the seeds, as you've talked about here in the book. And I want to ask you this question. First of all, let me thank you again for joining me here today. Um, I want to ask you this question. And, you know, sometimes we believe life happens to us. Other times we believe we're being guided. And then there are other times where we believe that we actually can play a part in which direction our lives go. And I would love for you in this last couple minutes left to tell us what you've discovered here uh, as you were writing the Jesus Seeds. You know, what does the pathway look like? Well, I think life is happening for us and life is happening through us. So as we make that connection with the soul, the conscious connection with the soul, um, and we can do that through soul journaling is one simple way to do that. Once we have that connection and we become aware that life is moving through us and coming through us and being made manifest through us, I think that shifts your awareness also to help you to understand just how, how powerful, how empowered you can be by following this path that your soul has laid out for you. Um, I don't think life is happening to us. Um, I feel like the locus of control is within us from a psychology perspective and that we are being guided by our soul. And that's why I'm so passionate about teaching people about soul-guided living because once they make that connection with the soul and they start walking down that path, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy where more and more doors open and more and more miracles occur and more and more synchronicities happen and you know we just we literally move into what i would call the flow of life you know we always hear go with the flow yep go with the flow well there is a flow you know there is a current that your soul wants you to ride and if you i had this um this uh image the other day that you know it's like there's this stream and you're in the stream and instead of standing in the stream and letting the water hit you it's like just pick up your feet and let that stream carry you along. I love it. Wow. Thank and you I so think- much. Thank you for today. Oh, thank you. It's been so fantastic to be on the show and connect with all your listeners. And, and I, I uh, look forward to connecting with everyone and uh, teaching you about soul-guided journaling. Oh, absolutely. Thank you all for uh, tuning us in. We're going to take a short break. Remember, the book is called The Jesus Seeds, Igniting Your Soul-Guided Life. Dr. Laurel, uh, guys, joining us here today. What a great conversation. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation. 